Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have my friend Ashley Sears of Stories Unveiled back in studio with me again this week. Ashley, thank you so much. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Ash, those of you who, who caught last week's show, Ashley was here talking about the Stories Unveiled Conference that's happening in September this year. But Ashley and her husband, Asher, say that fast three times, <laughs> were the cover, joint cover stories of our September-October 2020 yes. edition, and which is why we're back here today. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm doing really well. That's good. That's so cool. And one step closer to get going to Greece. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. So you're back today because part of your story, it's so funny when, when I talked to our editor last year about you and Asher's stories, I told her, I said, I, I don't know that you'll be able to grasp this. And she did. She caught it immediately. I said, but Ashley's story actually on a timeline segues into Asher's story. And right. I said, you can't tell one without the other. They're really part A and part B. Right. And so, and that's kind of how Stories Unveil started, was yeah. your story. Yeah. So so let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So um, a few years ago, you, you well, you and Asher have been married now. 16 years. We just celebrated 16 years Six, about a week and a half ago. 16 years ago. That's you're on the downhill slope to 20. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, you'll catch nobody, up. Nobody thought we'd make it this long. Hey, I'm so proud of both of you. Thank you. So let's talk about your story a little bit. Okay. So where, where does Ashley start? Well, um, gosh, I was raised in California and uh, moved around, went to three high schools in four years and um, all over California and then finally settled in Nevada, which is where I ended up meeting Asher um, in college. I had some trauma growing up, some, I, I blocked out a lot of my childhood, to be totally honest, and um, had some trauma in my young adult years. When I was in my last year of college, I was sexually assaulted by a very good friend of mine and also had a stalker, which I know just sounds so crazy because that's really like a Lifetime movie right there. But it's true. It happens. And I ended up meeting Asher in the middle of the um, stalker proceedings and was surprised he didn't run for the hills immediately, but he walked with me through that. So let's let's clarify. The stalker yeah. was such a serious that you had to take police action. Correct. So, yes. Okay. So yes. That's, that's where Asher comes in in the middle of all of this. Correct. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, he turned out to be what they called a serial stalker. He was stalking women in several counties all throughout Nevada. And um, they ended up setting up sting operations. I had to pick him out of a lineup. I mean, it was a big, it was a big thing. Um, I did have to testify. And he ultimately went to a maximum security prison. So yes, Asher met me in the middle of all of that. And I don't know that I would have stuck around if I was him. <laughs> but um, he did. And uh, it, it, was, it was fast. We dated for 10 months. I moved in after two. 
and we became pregnant 10 months in. And um, that's kind of where I guess it all began. Our relationship, our dating relationship was pretty tumultuous, volatile, I guess I would say. We were, we were passionate both ways. We loved each other passionately, but we also fought <laughs> a lot, um, which is, I think, one reason why people didn't think we would make it. But when we found out we were pregnant, I panicked and he so calmly said, well, we're just going to we're just going to tell our families. And he I can see him. doing. That. <laughs> he is divorced um, with an older child. And so this was something that he was familiar with. And I was 22 and panicking. Um, anyways, we told my family and, you know, my parents are Christians, and they were disappointed in the way in which all of this had been going down, but were very excited that we chose life and that we um, were going to have a baby and that they got to be grandparents. My dad so boldly looked at my husband, or Asher, before he was my husband at the time, and said, so when are you getting married? And um, that was on a Sunday, and we were married on a Friday. The following Friday. Yeah, like four (laughs) days later, five days later, yes in a little chapel in downtown Reno. And I was two months pregnant. That just kind of started our, our whole journey. He was not a Christian. I was raised a Christian. My parents were on their knees every day praying for me to come back to the Lord, praying that Asher would find out who he was and um, give his life to the Lord. And um, ultimately, that did end up happening, gosh, less than a year into our marriage. And through that, he knew that he was different once he um, he accepted Christ. He got baptized a couple weeks later, and he knew he was different. But there was one thing, one part of his life that he couldn't quite shake or get rid of, and this was not something that I knew about, and it was his pornography addiction. I found out he was addicted to pornography when our daughter was almost two, so about two years into our relationship, about a year into our marriage. And we were watching, I I think maybe I've said this before, but we were watching a fashion show on TV and I was on the floor playing with our, um, you know, 18 month, two year old daughter. And I just politely asked my husband if we could turn it off because I was just really uncomfortable with the women on the screen and and all that. And um, he said no. And it kind of started a it started a big fight because I could not understand why he wouldn't honor what I was asking and why he was so into this television show. And that just started a series of conversations over the next several days of why really the root behind why he didn't want to turn this off and what the big deal was to the point of him kind of confessing the struggle that he has. Early on, we both thought that it was something that would be easy for him to just stop. I think a a big misconception is just stop doing it, that it's that easy. And it's not. And so, I mean, that just started a 10-year roller coaster of his addiction and um, lying and betrayal and mistrust. But... Through that, you know, he would go to recovery groups, we would go to counseling, he would go to counseling. I mean, we, we tried all the things um, and nothing really seemed to stick or work. He was told a lot to pray harder. He was told a lot if you just got into your word more. He was told lots of quote unquote like remedies or things to do, but um, nothing just, 
in his own power, in his own, you know, with in his own will, he was not strong enough. He white knuckled, I would say, sobriety or recovery from this um, for a little while. And then he would slip back up and I wouldn't know until another disclosure would happen. And so it was probably about five years ago that I thought we were in a pretty good place. He was serving on the deacon board at the church we were at. I was serving, or I was working actually as a um, women's uh, director at the same church. And I thought we were doing really well. And this gentleman uh, started attending and st- approached the staff about this organization called Pure Desire Ministries and said how much it helped him and his life and his marriage and just a lot of the tools that he learned and how this is unlike any other thing because this organization is specifically designed to help people, mostly men, but they do have programs for women who struggle with pornography and sex addiction and get to the root of it. And we'd never experienced anything quite so pointed. Well, and first of all, let's be honest, in the the church, the capital C church, yeah. the big church, pornography is is taboo. You yes. know, you and I have talked about alcohol and drug abuse yeah. is an addiction is more openly, more easily openly discussed in the big church. That's acceptable. And pornography is so hard. There's yeah. such a shame element associated with it. And so to have a program come out in the church mm-hmm. that specifically addresses pornography and sex addiction is huge. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. The, the shame cycle keeps men in addiction and um, well, keeps anybody in addiction. But um, specifically for this, because there's such a big shame piece, because talking about sex addiction and pornography in church is so uncomfortable for so many people. And it's just it's not done. I've. I've been to one church in the last several years that we'll talk about it from the stage. Yep. And so this organization, Pure Desire, came to the church as a staff. We decided that this would be a really great thing. Our church is not a recovery church per se, but I was very thankful that this was the first real recovery thing that they were going to step into. And so I had told Asher, I said, you should go. You're on the board. You should go support them. This other gentleman was going to be leading it. And... I just said, you should go support him. You know, at this point, nobody really knew our story except my husband and I and a couple counselors. And so he agreed and said, yeah, I'll go as a, as a supporter. You know, in my head, I was thinking that this is so far in our past, but it would just be really good for him to show other men that you don't have to have shame walking in the door and yeah. you don't, you know, whatever. What I didn't know is that Asher had never really dealt with the shame piece. He just was still trying to do it on his own. And so he attended the first couple Pure Desire meetings, and I had never seen him um, this way coming home. Um, I think it was, we have a little bit of a, of a discrepancy on which week it was, but I think it was week two, week three. It was very early on in, in the program that he was going, and he came home one day, and he just was so different, and he was talking up Pure Desire and how amazing it was and how just in the first couple meetings, it starts to really get to the root of what's going on. It starts to address um, the patterns in your brain and things from childhood, things from, you know, young adulthood, teen years, whatever that they start. I mean, it's, it's the physiological side, it's science, but it's also we're doing this with God because there's a bigger purpose. And this is a fight good against evil. And, and so it, it really encompasses everything. And Asher had never experienced that. And so he told me, you know, the real reason this is hitting me so hard is because I've not 
been able to break free of this addiction. And so everything kind of started crumbling again about five years ago. But the difference this time was that not only did he feel like there was hope for the first time in anything that he had ever done, that there was actual hope of breaking free from this. Not that this would never be a struggle, but that he could have tools and that he could get to the root and start, you know, when you when you pull a weed, if you don't get the root, it'll grow back. And so to get to the root and pull that out to really start being able to understand why he does this and what causes him to do this and to really get to know himself better and his walk and relationship with the Lord. This isn't a short term. This isn't like a four week program. Oh, no, 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 no. This is um, it's a couple years, one year at least. But it is it's a couple years. And it's funny, too, because Asher's mentality before was like, all right, how long is this going to take a year? Well, you know, we'll get this done in six months. Like, you know, that had been the mentality of it is that let's just make this as short as possible. We'll just get this over with and then we'll move on. And um, what we realized is that this is going to be a constant lifelong Mm -hmm. thing of working on. And this isn't just his issue and his story. This is my story. The moment I married him, this became my issue too. And so he realized this is going to be lifelong work, but it's worth it. And um, yeah. So, So it completely changed the dynamics of your marriage. It did. Yeah, it did. He, um, I started seeing behavior change. It wasn't just words. Um, he finally started doing this for himself. That's the one thing that I tell wives all the time is there's going to be a big shift and you'll know it because most of the time when people start seeking recovery, it's for the fallout. If it's yeah. for the consequence of what will happen if they don't. Lose the band-aid. The, yeah. Lose their wife, lose their kids. Marriage will crumble, lose their job. I mean, fill in the blank. They seek recovery because they have to. They're backed up against a wall and they don't want to lose what they have. Pure desire gave my husband this. I don't know. I mean, I know it was from the Lord and pure desire was used for the, you know, to do this. But he reached a point where he looked at me one day and he said, I know that our marriage could not survive. I know that we could divorce and I could lose my family regardless because of the choices that I've made. I'm not doing this for you anymore. I'm doing this for me because regardless of what happens, I, I need this for well, me. He finally had the self-worth. Right. He was worth it. Right. It wasn't for somebody else. Right. And until we don't do anything that lasts. Right. And for ourselves, that if we don't have any self-worth. Right. It's true. You know, um, boy, how many books could we write on that? <laughs> <laughs> So it made such a tremendous difference. Yes. So Asher went through the whole program. He did. And he now leads. He does. He's led several groups and now he's helping start groups at other churches in the Valley. That's awesome. So do you have any idea um, how many groups there are in the Valley? It's been a while since I looked. Gosh, I don't know. I know that puredesireministries.org has a list of, if you type in Boise, Idaho, it'll give you the whole list. There's a lot of churches that have them. They have the seven pillars, which is the men's, the, the group for men who struggle with porn and sex addiction. And then they have betrayal and beyond, which is the women's group for women whose spouses ex-spouses struggle with it so it's that's kind of the trauma and betrayal side of things how to rebuild and 
and you know heal from that. They have those all over the valley as well. So you became a little bit impassioned about this group. I did. And so when when we did the story last year, mm-hmm. um, Asher had come through the program and he was a leader. But several months later, you and I were chatting and you said, they've invited me on the board. Yeah. And so you now work with, that's part of what you do with your time, yeah. is you work with Pure Desire. And so what kinds of things are you doing with them and, and what direction is Pure Desire going these days? Well, um, yeah, it's it's funny it, that actually my passion for Pure Desire just started because I saw the passion that my husband had for it and I know how it changed his life therefore changing our marriage and being able to create this big shift. And so um, the CEO of Pure Desire's name is Nick Stumbo, and he wrote a book called Safe, having nothing to do with pornography or anything. It's actually an incredible, incredible book. And it's about creating a culture of shame or creating a culture of grace when we live in a culture of shame. And I was reading the book. I was doing the study with my women's group. And I, the Lord just spoke to me as I was doing the homework one night. Tell him tell Nick how like great this is because I know that it doesn't matter how big your organization gets if you always want to know that you're doing good that what you do matters and yep. so I emailed the most generic pure desire email that I could find on the website info at pd.org or something like that and I'm laughing because I recently had a similar situation in another organization and got response yeah. I was so surprised yeah anyway, you don't know uh, you're like this isn't going to land but in somebody's junk box I'm sure but I sent the email and gosh, within a couple of days, I heard from his assistant and um, her name is Jen. And she reached out and she said, somehow this landed in Nick's inbox, which I don't, I mean, the Lord, I don't know, but somehow this landed in Nick's inbox. He's very curious who you are because in the email, I had stated not only how important pure desire was to, to me and my family, but I said who I was and what I did with Stories Unveiled and just told him that everything that he represents is really what Stories Unveiled represents as well. And so anyways, long story short, I met with Jen, his assistant, and we chatted for gosh, an hour. We became very good friends. She is actually a speaker at Stories Unveiled this year. Awesome. And um, I ended up meeting with Nick and um, the kind of relationship just kind of grew with Asher and I and Nick and his staff and we were invited out to Oregon, which is where they're based, to um, do a podcast and to do a video series thing for kind of their end of year stuff. And we just beca- we be- we began getting very involved. Pure Desire is a partner of Stories Unveiled, and yeah, it was in December of 2020 that Nick approached me and just asked me to pray about and think about um, being on the board, serving on the board, and so. I did. I prayed about it and um, started serving on the board January. And so, yeah, that's what I've been doing all this year, 21. And it's, uh, you know, board meetings every month. And there's some other fun stuff that we do throughout the year. Um, but I've got to know some just incredible people that serve on the board. And all of them have an incredible healing story kind of on one side or the other. And it's really neat to see kind of the behind the scenes of what they're doing and where their vision is and their direction. And They just, um, one of the directions they're going is they just created a curriculum called Sexual Integrity 101, and it is for uh, men and women, and it is really written for churches to be able to go through. It's like, it's a Bible study. It's a course that talks all about the biblical principles of what sexual integrity is, and it's meant for men and women, and it kind of addresses sexuality holistically as opposed to addressing recovery from an addiction. And so it's it's meant to kind of be a preemptive 
thing um, study, but also it does talk about and it addresses the addiction side of things. And so um, they're working on a couple really cool things. I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say, but um, they have some cool things in the works. So we'll we'll see in the coming months uh, what comes to fruition. So so they they didn't they didn't launch the seven pillars and say okay we've arrived and just coast. They're no. still accurately actively um, reaching. All sorts of people in this very oh, yeah. sensitive area. Yeah. It's so difficult. They have to talk about oh yeah. Anything sexual related, especially from the church side. Mm-hmm. And so I applaud that. And and it's solid. And it's yeah. based on it's based based on the word yes. and on science. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. And we wouldn't have science if God hadn't given it to us. It's so, true. It is know. true. Yeah. So um so where can people go? You, you brought up the website, so yeah. can you, let's talk about that a little bit again. And um, where can people go to find out more information? PureDesireMinistries.org, I believe is what it is. If I'm getting that wrong, you can Google Pure Desire Ministries, and it'll be the very first one that pops up. But I am pretty sure it's PureDesireMinistries.org. They have a resources page. They have, um, if you're looking for a group locally um, in any area that you're in, you can type that in and it'll pop up with all of the groups. Um, You can also do virtual groups. So in addition to my husband leading a in-person group here in the Valley, he also has been leading a seven pillars group virtually. So he's got men all over the country and then he's got one or two in Canada. And once a week they get together through Zoom and they meet that way. Um, It a was a really good way to continue these groups during COVID and the lockdown and everything. However, um, it just exploded because not all areas of the world have pure desire. They just yep. don't have groups. And so if you are not in the position to start one, but you need one, the, these virtual groups are a really great way to do that. They have them for men and for women. Information about those is there as well. Um all their resources. They partner with some really great authors and then they also are their own publishing house as well. So they publish their own studies and books and and all that. They have um, counselors, certified um, trauma counselors and addiction counselors on staff that you can also meet with both virtually and in person. And so they they really are set up to help holistically. It's not just throwing a book study at you and saying, here you go, or a support group with unqualified people. Like they, they holistically... Um, you know, help walk with you through healing. That's, that is so awesome. I remember when I met with you and Asher and he shared, mm-hmm. you know, the, the partnership yeah. of having somebody walk through it with him and not feeling alone, Yeah, you know, and, you know, I, I gotta say 20 years ago, there was no help. It no. was just stop it. Yeah. You know, just stop it. Just you don't know, do it. Just spend more time in the word. Mm-hmm. Stay busy, you know, buy, buy a car to refinish or something, you know, just <laughs> yeah. stop it. And so what what a refreshing hope. It's it is truly a hope, a light at the end of the tunnel. It for, is for so many people that are affected by this. Ashley, we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming back this week. Absolutely. I, you know, it could be the Ashley and Sandy show really easy because <laughs> I love being around and it's you're always just an inspiration to me. Folks, if you'd like to read Asher and Ashley's stories. Um, you can go to the Christian Living website, christianlivingmag.com, and under past issues, scroll down to September, October 2020, and you can read their stories and learn a little bit more. Um, there is a guide there for some of the local groups for Pure Desire, but those groups have grown and changed a little bit, so I really do encourage you to go to the website to get that information. This brings our time to an end for this week. We invite you back next week when we promise to have another special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you, 
with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.